Hello and welcome to the latest This is the Music Meets podcast. I'm delighted to be joined Scott Marsden, the man behind the outstanding Holy Coves, who have been one of my favourite bands of 2022 and who released their fantastic album, Druids and Bards, earlier in this year. As well as discussing the album, we will find out what Holy Coves have got planned for 2023, bands they've been listening to this year, and much, much more. Scott, thanks very much for joining us today. How are you doing? Cheers, Mark. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, that's a really good introduction. Thank you. Great stuff. And um, I'm just wondering, obviously, because you're based in um, in Anglesey, obviously there in, in, in North Wales, have you been in, in, impacted at all by this uh, snowstorm and, and very cold weather that, that we've had at the moment? Yeah, well, Anglesey is kind of like an island off just off kind of like Snowdonia. So yep. when I live in on the Holy Island, which is an island off Anglesey, so it's an island off an island, and we've yep. got our own little climate here, so it's kind of, and we're surrounded by the sea, so we don't get many much snow. Whenever it hits the mountains, we kind of skip it, but it has been cold, and, you know, it's only 20 minutes to the mountains, and it's covered with slow, uh, snow. Went up there the other day with the kids and the wife, and uh, it was amazing. So, yeah, yeah, so we get a bit of the best of the both worlds because – we are expecting snow on the island next week, so hopefully in time for Christmas. Ah, yeah, that oh, that'll be very nice then. Uh, very magical and and Christmassy and all that. So, uh, yeah, l- lucky at the moment not to have had it. But um, yeah, as you say, it's where I am here in uh, in South End in Essex. It's it's uh, it's very very cold as well. And uh, yeah, haven't had any snow, but um, yes, yeah, not too dissimilar to what you were just describing there, being being by the sea, but um. Obviously, as as you know, here at um at this is the music, we like to sort of champion bands, you know, like like Holy Coves that are, you know, like kind of like making their way a little bit, this, you know, this year, um, you know, on the new music scene. So, kind of like across the last twelve months, sort of what bands or or solo artists have really been, um, you know, capturing your eye that you've been, you know, yeah, I really like the sound of these guys. Well, uh, to be honest, uh, as far as independent music goes, we'd be here probably for about a week, naming how many excellent bands there are and musicians. Because, <laughs> because you know, I'm, and I'm one of these as well. It's not just like what I like, it's what I know what other people like too. So when I'm sort of champ- championing anyone, when I'm thinking about a band, just because it, I'm not maybe, you know, like that into them, it doesn't mean that they're not brilliant, you know, at the same time. Yeah. So I'm kind of, I, I look at so many bands, so many musicians, so many artists that, they're just just amazing, and and even if I'm not into them, I know someone else that will be into them. So kind of my thing is like, just just spread the word on all this music, and you know if I don't like something, it doesn't it, it doesn't mean that someone else doesn't like something. But I I know if something's good, and yeah. you know the, the, the one band in particular this year for me is like the Heavy North. When I discovered them, yeah, I'm like, yeah that's a real band. Remind me, and 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 I don't know too much about them because they're coming on. I'm doing an interview with them myself, um, next month for Music Scene Wales, and. Um, so, so I'm going to get to know their story a little bit more. I thought I'd wait till then because I just saw about the music for me. I'm guessing they've been around on the scene for a while um, because just because of the quality of their music, I can just tell. And um, there's just something in that old school thing that remind me of when I started out with Holy Coes a long time ago. And, you know, the Lizzie's was, was even before that when I was playing in Liverpool a lot. We were, you know, we were headlining like the academies and stuff like that then. And it just, they just remind me that they come came, maybe come from the same era as I did, but I'm not too sure. Um, so I'm interested to find out that. Great band, great record. Listen to the EP as well, but the, the, that, that album they, they've just released, um, is it Electric Soul Machine? Yeah, um, right, yeah. That is a fantastic record. So for me, as far as England, that's my number one band that I'm supporting, and you know that they're my favorite band um, from the independent scene. And I like they're doing it DIY as well. You know, it's like, and I and I know how hard it is, that is myself. And then band from Scotland, Dictator. Do I need to say anything more? What a band! <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, great boys as well. Yeah, and I'm also doing an interview with them this month, for Music Scene Wales as well. So Fantastic. again, I'm not asking too many questions. I just want to get to know them myself and you know their story because what I like is it's their music for all of these bands that have grabbed me. Um, their music is just for me, and there's just something, there's something that I resonate that like like in my own music. That's something that I buzz and makes me tick. Buzz off and makes me tick is something that Dictator do too as well. The same way as um, what the Heavy North do and. Um, 
but then there's something that, that the humorous in the dict- with dictator as well. There's something that there's something fun that my my wife and kids love them as well. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. my wife loves them anyway, but 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 my kids love them. They know all the words, and uh, the the fun to put on as well. But then, yeah, they're they're, they're they're so talented, so talented. And then as far as a, a solo artist, I'd say. And I couldn't believe how young I found out um, she was the other day because her songwriting is absolutely amazing. Fellow Anglesey-born singer-songwriter is is Megan Wynn. I'm just yeah. like, wow, wow, she has got a fantastic future ahead of her. Yeah, definitely. What, what a talent. I mean, to me, they're just like the three top, top independent artists for me. But there's so many more. I mean, we could name bands all, all day, but they're the three I would highlight. They're the three that I just... I just I mean, Megan Wynn's talent, you know, like like she's she's like eighteen. Yeah. I'm like, like that's 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 amazing. She's writing songs like 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 she's in in her thirties. I mean, uh, that's a talent, and you know, nurturing in the right way, the right people around her, she, you know, the right team. Um, you you've got to look after that talent, and I and I think the right like I think a, I think a big de- a deal a label is going to come in and snap her up because if they don't, they're stupid. If I had enough money, I'd have her on my record label <laughs> with a record. But, uh, yeah. but I just don't have enough money for it. It's as simple as that. Um, she's she's someone I would I would definitely definitely love to uh, see progress a lot further. And I think she's got a massive career. And I'm talking like you know like 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 huge. I think yeah. she'd be massive. I yeah. think Dictator will be too as well. I think the sky's the limit for Dictator as well. Um, and the heavy north as well. There's like an underground scene that can still break through to the to, you know to that you know that commercial thing as well. So they've they've got they've got they've got a chance. But I think is what's important is that everyone like these bands and these artists that I'm talking about they keep doing this independent thing, the DIY thing, because as long as you're in it, you can win it. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I'm I'm a massive fan of of all three of the bands there that you've mentioned, and um, we've had the heavy north on on the podcast before, yeah. and they're a great set of lads and, um, you know, got a lot of time for people as well. But, you know, after they've done their gigs and stuff like that from from what I've seen and, and, and witnessed myself, um, yeah, agreed totally about Megan Wen as well. Superstar in the making. Um, and I'm looking forward as well to seeing her later on, uh, well, next year, I should say now, again, for, for a second time, whatever it is. Um, and Dictator are, are popping down to London as well next year. So that'll be a, a I'm sure that'll be a great gig as well. So, yeah, free... Three fantastic choices there, and um, I think there'll be a lot of people that will be agreeing uh, with with those choices as well. So, kind of like um, just coming back to to Holy Coves. So, kind of like then, how how did Holy Coves start? Because you kind of like mentioned it there in in the intro there about um, obviously uh, Holy Island obviously being off of Anglesey. So, is that kind of like then how the sort of like the inspiration for the name came about? Yeah, the uh, Holy Coves. Um... I mean, I was in a band. Um, I don't know if you heard. It was a, it was a long time ago. Um, we were. I was in a band called the Lizzies, and we kind of like, you know, it was like it was around. You know, I was, I was messing about with that from sort of like two thousand and five, and you know, if we were we were we were learning with David Wrench, the producer, the Welsh producer. You know, yeah. one of the big producers in the world, and forget about the UK. I mean, one of the biggest yeah. producers in yeah. the world now. So I spent ten years writing with him. You see, and I'm learning, you know, song song production and songwriting, and um, I recorded two albums with him. So the first one I recorded was with, with the Lizzies, and uh, you know, um, it was like the beginning of the Holy Coast phase. And um, but but before that, I I did lots of EPs with him. I did lots of demos. So I just just learned. I knew, I knew nothing. I just knew that I wanted to write songs. I knew that I had the knack for it, and and I was brash and a bit cocky and young, you know. And I just I, I thought I probably had a bit bit of an ego at the time as well as I I, I was a kid and I, I was just I didn't know what I was doing. I just knew that I wanted to do music, and in a way that the, the sort of person I was is like. I wanted to make it happen and I knew I had to make it happen. I had to grab some some attention and and the Lizzie's did really well. You know, we were we were touring, touring we were touring all over the UK. Like I mean, we were headlining all the academies and it was going really well. We had a really, really big, big following. And we never had even had an album out. And it was like that buzz band. And and yeah. it was kind of like that was what was happening for us then at the time. And it's just and then and then we found out there was another band that had um, the same name in America called the Lizzie's. And it's like so um, and, and you know, the, the, like it was kind of like the thing of why I'm thinking, right, we made this record and I'm like, we can't, we can't, we can't have a, 
put a record out when there's a band out there that already has the same name. I just can't do it. It's just not good. It's not not good for, you know, the, the marketing of the band. It's not good for the brand. It just doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but I wasn't really comfortable with this Lizzie's thing anyway. It was something that I got from the film. Do you remember The Warriors? Yeah, yeah. The old school film. I'm showing sure, sure my age now, you know. Um, <laughs> one of my favourite films. And there was like, you know, The Warriors was like the gang's film from New York and stuff like that. And I, and, and I always loved like the, the name The Lizzie's. It just stood out to me, even though it was an all, and I loved the fact it was an all-girl gang. And I was just like, oh, that, that'll just, you know, wreck people's heads, you know, yeah. they won't understand this. Why, if they understand the film, that'll probably piss people off. So it was another reason why I picked the name. But it seems to work and people, people liked it. And that was my way of thinking then. But when we found out that we're in the studio and then we're, doing, and we're making this album with David Renshaw, we, we, we've been developed for a long time, learning all we could, you know, went in from doing like singles and DPs where we, we didn't know, have a clue what we were doing to, you know, really, really getting good at this, like, and yeah, yeah. loads of gigs. So we go in to do the, the you know, the, the Lizzie's album, which is, you know, we end up realizing in there that, oh, okay, we're going to change the name. So we changed the name of the band in the studio. It's like, it's, it's never been anything different. It's like, it's always my figure. You know I mean, it's like little Lizzie's yeah. already called whatever, already calls whatever I do. It's like, it's, it's always been my, my thing. Like, but I was like, I need a name. And I, and I also had been thinking a lot more about the name because when I said about the Lizzie's and maybe kind of like, it was just sort of something that grabbed me that I maybe like the look of it, you know, I like the pink logo and all the finger guys. And I like the idea of something like, you know, black and, and, and that sort of pinky thing. I just liked it. Just, it was, it was different. And it was, I didn't want to look like anyone else kind of thing. Yeah. So I kind of, um, I thought of this idea of this name of, cause I come from the Holy Island, which is obviously Anglesey, Holy, Holy Island is, you know, an island off Anglesey, which is as yeah. furthest point west as you could go, with the gateway to Dublin Island. Um, right. So, so, yeah. so, so and, you know, the whole. So, I liked the idea of holy. Anyway, I knew that it was going to have to be something holy, but I didn't want it to be Holy Isle or Holy Island. Um, so, I kind of thought, right, you know, we we we've been thinking about it for a long time. We we're in the studio, and we just let it organically grow, kind of thing, we're going in day after day wondering if anyone had the, anyone had any ideas and I had this strong you know everyone knew the holy thing was going to be a part of it we didn't know how the holy something or holy do you know what I mean it was kind of like we yeah. had this for a while we were just making the music it didn't stop us and we knew that we were going to come out and it wouldn't make no I knew nothing, nothing would, would matter with the name thing because we hadn't released a record we'd still have our followers or anything but so then yeah um we we found we had the, like I'm not, I'm not sure if we found because it's so long ago now. Um, if we found the, this book or or we had this book in the studio, but it was an old Cockney slang book. Oh right, okay. And the old Cockney slang book had a word in it called coves, which was the old you know the, in the Cockney slang book was for those geezers or criminals. Right. And I like the irony of having the holy before mm. the coves. Also, the coves just fit because of. We are surrounded with yeah. the most beautiful beaches, those <clears throat> that you could possibly think of. And I just like the Goonies, all that, you know, like that idea of, yeah. you know, like the clothes and the thing and the sea. And, you know, I, I was, I literally went across the beach because I live literally, you know, across the road from the beach. Yeah. And yesterday when I went up to the beach, you know, I was walking by this cove and looked out and there's like this pirate ship out there. I'm not even joking. It's like it, it was this old school pirate ship, just, <laughs> you know, beach and the thing they got at the top. And, you know, it's just where I live, it's where I grow up. So it's kind of like always had that kind of that thing to me. I always wanted to, to be in like a Goonies movie. I always wanted to be in a gang like the, the, the Warriors, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I always wanted to be in a band and, you know, and, and it's kind of, it's just the way I've always been. So yeah, so then, so it kind of didn't change from you know the Lizzies and Holy Coast. It's the same thing, but we just obviously the name came, and then I just got I, at the time I was just just with the name I was just the Holy Coast. I was like I felt like, um, I felt like I needed to sort of change. I wasn't happy with the music that we were doing as well at the same time. It was like this indie thing. And I was, I'd already ri- um, written the album Proving Mistake then. And I was just like, I thought that that was better. So anyway, I didn't even put that album out, the Holy Coast first record. It didn't come out in 2008 or 2009, like it says. That came out later. Um, and the reason it didn't is just because I'd, I'd already moved on and we'd taken so much time in this name change. And I wrote an album which I thought was fitting for Holy Coast, which was Proving mm-hmm. Mistake. So we went and recorded that. Um, so so we went in and you know obviously did some gigs and stuff like that. We didn't go in straight straight away to record it, so it was all part of this process with David Wrench. And um yeah, we kind of 
decided not to release and it's more on the record we just we just didn't do it and and, and I was and I and I still think it was a good news at the time because Holy Co was begun and we we got we got stuff that we didn't get with the Lizzies and you know everyone says that you know David Rent as well you know told me that I was mad not to release on his mom at the time because of you know the buzz and stuff like that and I agree with him to this day it was a mistake because if we rode rode with that we would have just instantly been back at academy levels and you know probably moving on to arenas by the time we got to prove a mistake it's as simple as that mm-hmm. but it meant that when starting proving the holy cows meant that I alienated every single Lizzie's fan <laughs> didn't like the music because it was different. Yeah. And, and, and I respect that because they, you know people who necessarily liked the Lizzie's back in the day didn't like the Holy Cows and I kind of didn't well Holy Cows I didn't really want them to either I, I, it's just the way I was feeling it was just I can't explain it at the time there was few like people that I had in the band that arguments and people coming and going and I realised early on that it was always just going to be my thing really right. so we did prove a mistake and it did well, you know, you know, you, all the radio, you know, everything, what everyone seems to be posting about now and they're made up when they get Radio 6, Radio 1, you know, Radio yeah. Wales, all that. We are, we had all that off, off, you know, everything in place with proven mistake. It did well. And um, and sadly, my, my manager and best friend who's been with me from the beginning, mm-hmm. he passed away. So um, when he passed away after the, you know, we did the, the tours, because um, we grafted with Holy Coast for a couple of years before we did the record after the Lizzie's because it was like starting from scratch. Yeah, sure. So, so obviously, then uh, you've you've kind of like touched on it a little bit there because I, I remember um, when we first got in contact, um, obviously because it, it, it's been about twelve years or so, hasn't it? I think between the the second album, um, yeah. obviously, and, and Druids and Bards. So, kind of like why then? Why now? What? Why like after? Because that is obviously quite a, quite a long time, really, in, in between records. What was what was the thought process then in sort of deciding? Well, do you know what I want to put? Um, you know, new music. I want to get back out there and and start doing because I mean it, it's it's clear to me listening to what you were saying there how um you know how passionate you are for you know for songwriting and and, and obviously for for making music as well. Yeah, well, basically, when my manager passed away in uh, two thousand and twelve, um, it was after kind of you know we grafted with Holy Coes and we've got it to a level where you know the album comes out. And we were back up to, and it, it happened a lot quicker than Lizzie's. We grafted our asses off to get, you know, to yeah. even a cabinet level and further. And, and we were kind of at the point of, we were like, oh, where'd you go next? And we didn't really have a plan. We didn't even know what we were doing. We were just winging it because, you know, we didn't know what we were doing. We were learning as we go. My manager was learning, his, and he, you know, my, my best friend, Singe. And when he passed away, it's like, and we, we'd taken it to like, you know, we, our last, believe it or not, the last show we did in 2012 was London Scarlet. And we, Operium, or What's what's the one in Liverpool with the huge the huge one as well? Um, oh, uh, or... I'm not I'm not too sure. I've only ever been to one venue in Liverpool. It's <laughs> that big venue anyway, so it's kind of like that. So we'd gone from academy to that level, and it was like kind of like a massive jump up when the record came out, and you know because radio were really really hammering it, and it was just like oof, this momentum. I was like, yeah. I was like, we have to follow this record up quickly, and we wrote the record and. Then kind of someone decided that they weren't going to be there anything, and and I was still stuck on this band thing. I would I just like and I had had different people from the Lizzie's Holy Coast both records, and I was just like I was still stuck up on that band thing, so I got yeah. really hung up on yeah. it. And um and then Singe passed away, and I walked away because I just I just felt really disheartened with music, and you can understand I didn't know how to yeah. manage it myself. I didn't know what I was doing. Walked away, and I was never done with it. I was never done. I wanted to record that album, so I just felt like I had an unfinished business. Yeah, sure, okay, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm glad that you are because uh, you know. So uh, obviously, you said it's a, um, it's obviously a fantastic album, um, and obviously the reactions uh, to it across social media um, has been fantastic. Obviously, it's had um, over two hundred thousand streams as well, I believe, on um, on Spotify. I mean, obviously, I think said, it's more than that now. I think it's, I think it's over about, uh, about two fifty, two sixty now. I think since we released the back catalogue this time last year, which is you know, it's not long for with records to be you know established themselves. Um, yeah. I think we're over, we're over three hundred thousand streams now, which is you know, it's a good start. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I I, I agree, and I was going to say because obviously that that is you know mightily impressive, especially as well. You know, if you think about you, you've touched on it before. It is very much a DIY. Um, you know ethos that you've got. You're obviously you know self promoting um, and obviously self releasing um, as, as well. So I mean, I'm guessing you must be buzzing with that. 
I am buzzing with that, but that's uh, you know I am I'll be honest with you is yeah self promotion, but I do also have a press team that I work with as well, which is allied from BSPR. You know, um, and one thing I will say about this DIY thing is you have to also have press, and you can only do so much yourself. So when I'm like you know I I would encourage all these bands to you know do the DIY stuff, do their own press because you can. You do need the professional at some point as well. Yeah. So I work closely with Alex from BSPR. He's become like you know a good friend. Um. So you know he's 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 someone who's also doing a lot more for us than than you the, just the campaigning thing. He's he's become a part of our management. He you know he's someone who I because I obviously I manage the band with myself. Yeah. With yeah. with helps me out and I take advice off a lot of people that I've got around me. A lot of good people. Um. On my team, I've got psychedelic management. So I've got a couple of friends that help me out with that. I've got um. With a records, obviously, got a few people that help me out with that, and 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 me and Alad do a lot of the decisions, planning, and thing myself. And he's just got a good way of just like just just making me understand thing of and, and this vision that I've got. He's got he's really good at getting the visuals. I was never good at what videos should be, you know, and the visuals of how it should look. I was just I just knew how I wanted the music to be and my vision, so I could say that in words. But he can he can help me get it if that makes sense. He can yeah he, yeah. He, he just know he's just just taught me so so much and. Um, one thing I remember years ago is you know the um, the journalist and thing for um, writer he's in a band um, as well he's a musician uh, and writer uh, John Rob because um, yeah, yeah. well, obviously because I've I've known him a long time and um, when I met him at a gig a long time ago he he was cause it was I, I went to watch his band and he obviously came to watch the Lizzies and something like that. I can't remember it's such just a long time ago but I was remembering him, him saying to me then is you have to be able to manage yourself. In this business, um, and so it stuck me with with me that because especially when Singe passed away, it's like, shit, I can't manage this band. So it's kind of, you know, I wish how I am now and what I know now that I wish that I'd known that back in two thousand and twelve because you wouldn't have stopped us. We didn't even have any physical copies or anything. We we you know we were just going to do what I'm doing now is we took our time. We got the label. We searched to see how it went. To see how it went because this was going to define whether I was going to be able to carry on, you know, or not. And 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 you know I was going to carry on and make a few records anyway, but. Um, you know, you, if you don't grab a certain amount of attention and it doesn't work and, you know, it's at the point where they've had to put a band together, you know, and, and like like I say, Holy Coast is, is my solo project and it always will be. It's my thing. But it's I, I, I'm working with the same producers. We have a producer team, you know, um, production team that we work with in the studio, which is, you know, some of the best in the business. And I'm so happy to work with them. But I have a live band, too. So. So, yeah, and, and they're coming in for the next record. And, you know, we've been working together for a while now. And it's just it's just everything's clicking into place because now I know, you know, at the beginning of the year, I knew what I wanted or expected. And month by month, we've kind of like, you know, assessed the situation. And by the time we get to the end of the year, it's like my drummer that I've, that I've been working with now. I've been working with him for the last 16 months, Jonathan DeMarco. And he's, well... Jay DeMarco, but um, his real name is Jonathan. And we were having this discussion, what are you going to be called, Jay? You know, what, what's, what's, when you get announced into the band. So I think it's going to be Jay. So um, um, maybe that'll change. We don't know. But yeah, so, so he's been with me, the drummer, for the last, you know, 15, 16 months now. And, yeah. you know, since he's become a good friend of mine and it's kind of like, I, I like that. That's what I want. I want a band to take this forward as well. So I'm bringing in, and also I'm not looking for, you know, people to just session and thin the guys because I, I don't need anyone because I'm a producer myself. So me and Joe yeah. Lawrence, the last record together, he's, you know, from Gorky's Iconic Monkey, one of the best musicians I know um, in the business, one of the best engineers, producers. So I've worked with him uh, for this, for Druids and Bards, and we're keeping the team together. Owes Ginsberg as well. Um, great producer one of the best musicians i know he's a producer on it as well uh spike t smith played with you know modesty the dam mm -hmm. yeah. Dog, you know, he's a he's a he's a he's a you know he's he's a lot older than me and these are some of these missions musicians that i wanted to work with when i was a teenager kind of thing and yeah. he's a legend from the same town that i, I grew up in, in on holy island in Hollyhead. Yeah. so so for, for him he used to watch me in the Proving Mistake area and come and support me in London and stuff like that when we were at Scala, he was at the last show. So he was like, as soon as I came back to music, I, I, he was like, wanted to work with me. And I was like, wow, you know, because I asked him, I wasn't sure if these people would work with me and kind of everyone I asked to work with me wanted to work with me. So that was a compliment for, you know, for, it made me realise yeah. how, how how good Proving Mistake was. And, and obviously, I think that helping David, working with David Wrench helped me a lot as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I've, I mean, it, it's obviously it's fantastic to hear. You know, there's obviously a um, uh, kind of like a almost like a um, like a who's who, uh, if you like, of, of, of the yeah. music industry there. And obviously, it must be a massive um, 
you know, like, you know, confidence booster that people are going, hey, you know, I want to come down and, you know, do some do some stuff with you if, if you if you fancy it. And um yeah. obviously it's great to see. And and I think as well that you can hear um, you know, on, on the album, the quality of the production as well. Um obviously yeah. I know we're we're talking about the DIY stuff, but obviously you have got that professional bit on it and I think you you do, you know, that does definitely come across um, you know, across across the album. And and obviously just kind of like on that, it is obviously the songs are, are quite personal to you. Would would, would that, you know, in, in like sort of almost like based on you know like life experiences and, and stuff like that would, would would that be like fair to say do you think yeah it's fair to say but i'm just gonna um re- remember two more names about the production side of it as well because if i forget them I've, I've even made some notes here because i've done a lot of podcast shows in this last few months and i'm like shit i left one person out so obviously as well as you know part of this and, and you know this is this is a team you know this is this is the team that's only goes with but this is a good change uh, yeah. Eric, uh, from the black angels you know he produced uh, you know uh, directions to see a ghost and I was put onto him by David Wrench, obviously, he's one of my favorite producers. And I was like, David Wrench was like, you know, who do you want to work with, Scott? And this is about five, six years ago when I did the Scars solo EP, which you know was which made was to make this record. Um so so I, I was like, Well, this this guy, Eric, Eric Wilford, and, and got in touch with him and he was like, Yeah, so I've been working with him for the last five or six years, and he mixed the album over in Austin, Texas, in his studio. So, you know, so he's also obviously staying into staying on this as well. Jason Hughes, who played a little bit on um, well, played a lot on um, stuff on the um, Lizzie's Ernest Mon record, um, and also did some bass on on, the, on this last record. He, he's he's not a part of the production team, but he he does some sessioning every now and again as well. Yeah, um, you know, he's, he's a great musician. You know, um, he won't be working with us moving forward because we've got this team thing together. And you know, we're trying to make sense of that as well. So it's nice that you know I've been working with Eric and John Lawrence for like five six years now, and I've been working with this group the rest of everyone else now for the last you know it's going to be on the second year now which is you know that, that's a team that's what i wanted to move forward so that's that's not going to change um so what was it that you actually said then after that because if, <laughs> I did, if i if i did if i missed these out today i would be really disappointed in myself because i'm like i've wrote some notes so what was the question sorry <laughs> <laughs> well, we've we've got there in the end, and I'm sure that they'll um, they'll, they'll appreciate this time that you have managed to you have managed to remember them. But um, yeah, the the, the quite obviously on 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 druids and bars, like the theme of the album, it it kind of like seems to me that it was, it was quite personal in in places, yeah. in, knowing like the lyrics and stuff. Is is yeah. is would would that be a, a fair thing to sort of say? Yeah, it, I mean, uh, yeah, it, it's uh, very personal and it's very fair. It's um. It was a very, very, very difficult record to write. Um, I mean, yeah, it was, it was tough. It took me to some places I didn't want to go, but it also was therapy for me. It got me over things. It helped me to write this next record. Um, It's, it's, it's like, and and, you know, one of the reasons that when I stopped as well, you know, because my manager, um, he, he, he was, he was uh, at one point a heavy alcoholic before he got involved with us, and he, he died through addiction, basically. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, an overdose through this tramadol, and it was, a, it was, a, it was something that stuck with me for a long time. And I fell into addiction myself like five, six years ago, and you know, I've been in recovery now for for years, and it's like, um, so, so you know, it, it was, it was a difficult place to go to and I realized why I was kind of in addiction and why I was the way I was because I was trying to lock out things and block out things and mm-hmm. you know and it, it things that maybe I should have dealt with a long time ago it wasn't not everything was difficult I made it more difficult as well you know there, there yeah. are difficult things but then there's also just normal things that when you're in addiction you can't deal with like you know I've, I've read a lot of the reviews and I'm not telling people what this album's about they're like oh this is about you know and they get it like some people are saying severe d- drug addiction r- r- dealing dealing with you know which I was quite heavy to, for me to read you know and like uh, uh, dealing with a, a troubled relationship while going through heavy addiction it's like it's not all about that it's like you know it's, it's like but but yeah the everyday things become a lot harder when you're in that so mm-hmm. you know like like a, an, an addiction hand in hand with relationship they don't go so so it was difficult but yeah it was it was writing about so much of my past so much of the heartache so much of the of, of the past really um, that I hadn't dealt with so I, I basically dealt with it on the record and I was dealing with it like therapy um but also I had had a lot of light in my life and I was happy and I I'd made a lot of sense of things so it was like I I banned 
uh, on Prove Your Mistake, Happy Callers is I, I made this, you know, when I made that album, I was like, <laughs> I don't want to be happy because the Lizzie's album, which is the Holy Ghost first record, which is Ernest Mon, we released later, that came out later. Wow. And, and it was happy and it was all this like chorusy stuff. And we released it after when Singe died, we decided, you know, uh, that we were going to release the album just out of respect for him. So, so, you know, that came out um, a bit later, but so, so, so it, so it, so people got to listen to that record kind of afterwards, but because right. we weren't as active, people didn't get to hear about it so much. So when I re-released it again now, people probably don't even know this story. So the Lizzie's Ernest, well, Ernest Mon record was released, you know, was recorded in 2008, released, which should have been released in 2009. We released it, you know, a while back now, but when I released all my back catalogue on with or with her um, last year, it kind of, you know, um, I didn't get the chance to sell this story. Great stuff, and 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 kind of like when you look back on on druids and bards, was there a song that was kind of like maybe because of the like maybe like the meaning behind the song and what it meant to you? Was there one that was like in particular that was that was quite difficult to to sort of record and you know to sort of I guess like to lay down the track type of thing? Um, do you know what they they were they were difficult to write. They were difficult right. to write. So I so I was struggling with you know when I knew some of the stuff I was going through because I I've been writing this album for a long time it felt like I've been writing my whole life, um so so yeah you know it is it, it of course is very 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 personal you know um but since I started music it feels like well I have been trying to write this record because I was really disappointed that I couldn't write this record when I did Ernest Mon that's one of the reasons I scrapped it by the way uh-huh. you know because I was just like I wasn't happy with it same proving mistake I was like. It still wasn't. I knew I wasn't capable of writing this record now, so I went and did something different. Right. So, so you know, it's like when I was writing this record, it was what the point of when I was writing the songs that was difficult. It was really, really hard. Um, you know, upset me at times. But then when I was getting to like choruses and trying to make sense and light at the end of the tunnel, I was right kind of writing in each song. I was like, no, it has to say, it has to have a positive me- message because it, I can't live in that darkness anymore. And if you listen yeah. to to Ernest, if you were to go back to and listen to what I do in 2008, 2009 for Ernest Mon, you'll see that I'm happy and I'm hopeful and, you know, the, like I'm a kid. And, um, and you know, I'm, I'm singing, you know, hopeful songs, a bit like what I am now. But I ain't telling any darkness of the story. I'm just like, sort yeah. of like, you know, like it's completely different. And then in... But then, you know, I am in emotion, but I'm doing it in a different way. I'm maybe not as blatant of how I'm trying to do this record. But prove your mistake. I'm just in the darkest place ever. And I am in addiction in, 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 even then, you know, but I don't realize it kind of thing. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, and, and, it, and, it's, and it, it, it's got me and like, and, and, and I am just, and when you listen to that record, you can hear it. And, and, and without that addiction, I couldn't have wrote that record. And I still stand by it. it's one of the, one of the best records. Out there that era, you know, it, it's it's I I am you know, and don't forget, I got I, I both of those records were made with David Wrench, you know, and and he produced and mixed both of them, so it's kind of like you know, like who, who you name me some any artists in the world that have made two records with David Wrench, and you know a few EPs and and um, and singles, none, there isn't any out there, and um, so so yeah, it was it was a difficult time, you know, writing writing the songs. It wasn't so much of when I was in the studio because I'd made, you know, light at the end of the tunnel and, and I was trying to get convey this message across where I could connect to the difficult part and the verse because yeah. the verse is kind of like in the bridge. It's like that darkness and the story. But then the chorus is always hopeful. So I, 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 I learned. And also I was spending in that time off, you know, from the decade. Don't forget, I did the EP five years after 2012. And then I was working on this record. So, you know, it, it wasn't like... I was doing nothing. I was writing, writing, writing. Even in addiction, you know, I was, I was, I was, ho- I, I was trying to become a better singer from, from 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 the first record to the second record. So I, I decided that I wasn't ready to do another record. So I wanted to take five years out anyway. I was that, you know, after after I didn't do the the follow up to holy, you know, the to prove your mistake, which we'd already written and we were just about to go and do. And I just, if, I'm like, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't that necessarily it doesn't necessarily mean that I'll record that record. So mm-hmm. I didn't make, make the you know the the, the follow up to that. So yeah, it was difficult. It was very difficult, but not so much in the studio because I'd learned how to perform it, how you know to connect when you'd believe me. So it was it was kind of, kind of a lot easier in the studio. I I I went in there and it was just like you know nailed it pretty. pretty I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I did a few takes where I was like, okay, listen back, and I was like, and I knew I knew how to convey the the, the vocals. I practiced a lot. I mean, I spent good five years just learning to become a, a better singer you know a best much but you know a better songwriter first and foremost just because that's all i've been that's all i've been trying to do since i was 15. 
and and kind of like as, as we've touched on um obviously we kind of like mentioned like the I don't really want to use that word DIY but it, it's got, it's got that sort of spirit I guess kind of like with with what you're doing with with the holy codes but obviously you've you've also got um a management company um obviously psychedelic record psychedelic management sorry um and obviously a record company and I think I'm going to pronounce this right with a records I think um with yeah, so a with a <laughs> so kind of, yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Good. I'm, I'm pleased. I can, I can just about speak English, let, let alone Welsh. So, um, <laughs> so, so kind of like then, what was what was the thinking about sort of going in that direction? Um, and also as well, you know, kind of like are you maybe looking in the future to maybe sort of, you know, even manage other bands or, or get them to, to, to join the label in the future? Yeah, you know... Um bit of everything that you just said really um the think the thinking behind it was um you know we've we've got ripped off in the past years ago when we were younger I'm not even going to go into that because it was uh was you know that's another story we'll be here for another hour or two <laughs> um but yeah you know we, we um me and singe kind of tried to suss this out as we went along and you know we were supposed to expand to with with another management but in the previous mistake era you know they, they were going to come in and work with us and Sims was going to help out and you know we come with this team kind of thing which I've always wanted um but yeah the idea but it was was kind of I don't I won't sign to a, a record label um I don't want to I won't compromise my music for anyone and I never have I've turned yeah. down ridiculous deals in the past I've turned down big money I've turned down you know insulting offers um so I won't entertain it I know in the ideal in the ideal world it would be nice to think of right if the perfect people came in and they were like they understood this whole story they had a bigger picture and, and believed in us where you know they wanted to work with us and they were the right people that's different but I won't give up my 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 label I won't give up you know what I do I won't compromise my music and you know if someone's going to come in and be like oh you have to change your music I'm just going to be like you can give me 10 million quid and I won't do that <laughs> and that's bad. I won't. I won't. I'm. I'm not motivated by money whatsoever because, you know, we made some money when we, earlier on from from tuning. I made some money from the records, and don't forget, it's my thing. I I, I own this, so it's kind of I don't have to. I don't owe. I, I don't owe anyone any money, kind of thing. So yeah. so I'm in a position for that. So yeah, I decided that I wanted to come back, and I wanted. I, and I, everything that me and Singe had planned uh, planned together, we um, that we didn't get to do, I made happen. I made happen this year. So that's that's that that makes me feel immensely proud, and I know that he'd be, you know, proud. Look, look, look wherever he is now, um, yeah, he would be. And so, the idea was just in the future, I want to bring someone. Well, I am bringing someone on to the label, but I'm not going to talk about that yet. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I would like to bring, you know, I'd like to bring a young young band, you know, develop them, them that get to work with our team, you know, the producers, and you know, we've 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 got we're building something here in North Wales. We are, and it exists now. It's it's not just this idea that I had, you know, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, and um, yeah, the idea is all what you've just said to do to do possibly bring someone in that you know male female artists a band and yeah that, that that's the dream but it's got to it's got to be established mainly we're holding codes at the moment because it's it's working and until it is you know there's funding out there there's things you know there's there's a lot more we can do and we've done a good job in it in, in 12 months and mm. every yeah the management side of it as well as you know management team is myself my wife I also you know I'm doing a lot with because I, I started the music scene Wales um, yeah. a long time ago and um, so I've I've got big plans for that. Um, my wife's the editor for that too. So it's yeah, it's just a team of us all helping each other out and working. And that was always what me and Singe intended. You know yeah. this and, and this independent network. I wish that this this network ex existed when it was a lot of people against each other. Camden was the worst place of it because when we did the Lizzies and Holy Coast, you know London, we concentrated on and we we kind of snapped it down there. So it worked, and they were the worst for that. It was like this big clicky thing and. God, no friendship in bands that, uh, uh, around then, you know. They all hated no. each other. It was, all, it was all this thing. And so we just rebelled against it. And we were like, well, you know, fuck you. We, we ain't, we ain't going to come and play. You know, we, we weren't even going to play with any of you. We'd just do our own thing. So it kind of alienated us. And it took me years to find the, the like-minded musicians that I'm still friends with to this day. I found them in the end. And we just, like same with the North Wales thing. It was a clicky thing. We never got let into that. The BBC thing, like, like don't get me started on them. Um, I'd be running here all day. I'm just like, like I'm just not a fan of 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 how they treat some of the best musicians that I know in the business. 
Um, but yeah, there's, there's there's good people on BBC as well that have supported us, and I like that. But just as a whole, I don't like the way that it's run and, and and the clickiness of it all. It's just it's just bullshit. Middle of the road music doesn't make me tick at all, you know. But then there's there, there's 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 good people in that, and I mean, Loud and the War are brilliant. I mean, uh, what they're doing there is it's kind of like the idea I've got for this, you know, music scene Wales. I'm thinking is like, oh, we're going to do this podcast radio thing. We're going to, you know, we're, we're you know media, you know, we're, we're, we're everything you can think of, live shows. We're, we're, we're going to do that. So that's also a part of this management thing. Music scene Wales, are, well, we've got big plans for this. You know, we've got a lot more writers that have joined us. Um, we've got plans for, you know, to, for, for shows, to do some charity stuff as well as, you know, um, other things, festival, you know, there's this, we're, we're, we're brainstorming on everything now and everything that I, me and Singe had planned years and years and years ago. It's all this. It's all, yeah. all, all this. And I've kind of just worked my ass off the last three years. Sure. Especially the last two years to make this happen. And I'm, and I am, you know, I work for people think that, you know, that that maybe that this is just you know something that kind of has just started. No, holy cows is, is is my life. And I I I'm doing this from when I wake up until I go to bed. It's my my full time job. I do nothing other than this. Music is my thing. I don't have a side job. I never have in yeah. my whole life. Yeah, sure. And 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 as you say, I mean it certainly sounds like um like a really exciting time. And obviously as you say it's sort of all you know just starting now to sort of uh you know like fall into place type of thing and um you know it feels like a good starting point yeah you know, like it feels like it feels like that because don't forget it's like i'm starting again it was like the lizzie starting again you no know, proven mistake and i remember the you know the, like, like example of this is example is i remember the name of the the last liverpool show that we played in 2012 when it was breaking through after proven mistake came out because it was doing so well was you no know, with olympia that's a massive venue isn't it yeah liverpool olympia. Well, I, it was there, there in scala with the last two gigs that holy ghost played you know on a on a big tour you know and, and i'm like Oh, there were big venues, you know. It was, it was, and it was so. So where we are now, we're not there now. It's, it's like we're starting again because we didn't. Each time we never carried on with the momentum yeah. because I didn't have this in place. I couldn't have predicted that when we get to where we're getting to, which is a bit of a kick in the teeth for from from life, isn't it? When you you know your best friend, the manager passes away, when you just break through, when it when you know all that attention was grabbed, and you're talking ten times more than this. But just we didn't have the momentum, we didn't have the label, we did we were doing it all DIY ourselves with a lot of people interested, and it just it just stopped. And if you don't carry on in that thing, you lose it all. So you know people don't even have a thing to, for a record, they, you know, to carry on. Pure mistake. I'm, I'm. It's like it, it, we just needed to follow it up. As as simple as that. And you know the touring thing, we would have, we would have broke everywhere. And I, and and that's not me being big headed. It's just like it was, you know, a plan and it was working. I, I know how this business works. So this is going to be the first time that the momentum doesn't stop because first time I've done a proper campaign. You know, I've done the proper thing. I've set it all up the two years before, so I knew that you know sustainability, longevity can carry on because of all this stuff stuff that happened in the past. Also. Gave up on the band. I'll never, like in my head, I'll never be in a band ever again. And um, because, but then I realised everyone was just to me is like, well, it's your, it's your thing anyway. Holy, holy cows is your thing. It's just like it doesn't. You work with different people every time you do it anyway. So what does it matter? And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not. You know, it took me like to realise that where people who I was in the band with was were like, well, you know, what does it matter? Holy cows is your thing. So just keep doing it. And when I got to think about it like that, it helped me be able to, you know, because I was always really like, like when someone decides they don't want to play with you or, you know, because life gets in the way and they've got some life choices you have to make. And you understand there's been a lot of lot of years in my life where that's going to happen because that's normal, isn't it? It's like every yeah. man. Yeah. But I took it like like a divorce. <laughs> so, so no, I, I did. And I, and I didn't, yeah, I, I remember saying to one of my friends one of the time, I, Never speaking to you ever again. You know, you know, <laughs> but, you know, like a month later, we're just like best mates, and I'm still friends with them all to the to the day to this day. Um, a couple I don't really speak too much, and I probably won't speak to them uh, unless I see them. But um, but most of the, most of them from anyone I've ever worked with, and you know, work everyone I've worked with, I, I'm still friends with to this day. Yeah, and they're all, they're, they're all good people. Um, they're all. It's a shame that, that most of them that I've worked with over the years that. Apart from you know the the proper producers, you know the proper musicians, the Spikes, you know the John Lawrence, the you know the the, the Dave Wrenches, you know as pa- apart from them, the who uh, Oz Ginsberg as well, the proper musicians. Apart from them, all the other musicians that I was working working with were kind of like session musicians, but they they don't play anymore, and it's such a shame. And you know, and but that, that's that's life. You know, if if all these were still playing to this day, and you know, and, and then then I. 
and they, they you know they didn't have a life and they didn't have kids and all you know jobs and stuff like that then you know it, it, they'd probably all still be doing music with me it's just as simple as that but um but yeah it's just a shame that none of them are still doing music anymore i mean uh, i think jason still does some of his own stuff but um yeah i, I don't really speak to, to jason that much these days he's doing something with his with his painkillers which 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 i really enjoyed as well when he did that last that, that last last record but um i just wish that all of these musicians that i've made music over the years we're still, we're still doing music because they're all fantastic musicians. And that's one thing I'd like to get across as well is that um, I am thankful for every single person I've worked with in every year, either, and I appreciate every single note, any anything they've played, anything they've contributed to, um, every song that, that they've played on, everything that they've jammed with me, every gig they've played. I appreciate every single one of them. Great stuff. Funny enough, you're just mentioning um, uh, the painkillers there. Um I was in touch with him, uh, Jason, uh, earlier on, well, actually about an hour or so ago, actually. Um, he's obviously released a, a new single and, yeah, as you just said, fantastic musician. Um, so, yeah, great, I guess, to see that he's he's still doing uh, bits. Yeah, I'm bits, happy that he's making, uh, still making music. That's good. Yeah, absolutely. And and kind of like then um, moving away then from, from the studio, um, obviously you, you're playing um, down in Cardiff, um, I think it's The Moon, isn't it? Um, in uh, early early part of the year, uh, with the this feeling big, uh, in twenty twenty three series. I mean, obviously everyone knows what they've done for the you know, the new music up and up and coming scene and stuff. So, so kind of like how excited are you being uh, being part of of of, of this uh, sort of you know lineup? Um, and because I think there's you and, and three other bands. Am I right in saying on on the bill that night? Yeah, and and I don't know. You know, obviously when these these get announced is kind of like, I didn't know who the bands are going to be. So I don't know the other bands obviously, but, and I will get to know them. Um, but what's, what's better than watching a gig to, to you know, yeah. to, to, to get to know a band really. So, so I don't necessarily know about the other bands I'm playing with, but you know, that, that's the beauty of it. This because, and I think it's funny as well, this big and 23 thing is like, it's helping all these like new up and coming bands. We're like, we've been around forever, but it feels like, but I suppose for everyone else, we're a new band as well, you know, people who haven't heard us before, because we are, you know, it's as simple yeah. as that. It's the first time you hear someone, a new band. So I'm really excited to be a part of it. It was, um, we're going to be doing sort of quite a few things with, with this feeling this year, which is, you know, it's, it's, I understand what they do for, I have been looking from the outside, obviously, in and on everything for what I think could be good for us, what, you know, what's, and uh, there's a lot of opportunities for us this year. We're going to do, mainly we're going to be concentrating on, on this next record because we're recording yeah. the next record. Um, well, but I'm, we are going to be stepping out and playing, um, select shows and you know like a maybe like a mini tour some festivals and that as well so we will be playing shows all over this year but um but the main focus is um we're making the next record great stuff and part two yeah exciting stuff and so does that mean that because obviously you were um well it was probably about like four or five months ago i think it was roughly um you were obviously out on tour touring obviously the druids and bards record and obviously unfortunately yeah. That got postponed. So, is is there any sort of are you can is that back in the pipeline to get them shows, you know, like rearranged yeah, for this year? Not, or? not all of them, but but most most of them we will just be scattering, you know, and like like rather than um, going to play them all as a run thing, but that you know. Um, not all of them, but they will. We we do plan to to go and play some of them, but obviously I'm not working with the same promoters and that as well. You know, kind of, yeah, I'm not going to go into that either because at the end of the day, it's just one of those things. Um, I couldn't do too much about my knee. It was just you know I couldn't walk for three 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 weeks, and I, I had to make a decision. And I would never have listened to, to people, but in the past I would have just been out. Oh, it's one of those things that if I did didn't do that. Then the difference of maybe not being able to play for a whole of next, you know, the next year, yeah. than to taking that time out and already being able to go back on the road now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, so, no, back the, so, so, so it's a decision that uh, wasn't easy to make, but I had to, and I would have never have, never listened normally. And I, and I know that from you know the physio I've been doing all the things like that. They were like, well, if you carried on, then you know, because 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 I I. I suppose I could have stood there in absolute agony. Do you know what I mean? And they're like, well, you know, the end of the day is that that, that could have been like you know a serious, serious operation, and I would have been out for like all of next year. And I'm, and and just for the fact is that I've just taken some time off. Kicks can be rearranged, and I, I, before it would have, would have really done my head in. I would have come back, fallen into the work that worst that place in the world, probably back into addiction. You know, but I'm not there, so it's kind of. It's worked out for the best, really. Yeah. So we are going to be doing some the, the areas mainly 
Um, not every single one of the exact same shows will be rearranged, but we will be going to play most of the areas. We're going to concentrate more on specific areas that we've you know got a plan to work with now. But yeah, you know, you will be able to see us in North Wales, Mid Wales, South Wales. You better see us in, I would say, London, Manchester, Liverpool, uh, back up to Scotland, Birmingham. Um, where else we've been? Pretty much. I, I, we want to do something bright as well, some festivals as well. So you will get to see us this this year, um, and the year after two after two. But the focus is is that this trilogy, Drew's and Bards, is a trilogy, and I don't know if you know that it's a trilogy album. So we record part two next year, which is um, Hidife, which can, will come out in twenty twenty four. So right. so you'll probably by the time this Drew's and Bards because we're still campaigning the whole of Drew's and Bards next year. We've got you know the vinyls dropping in. There's lots of some loads of new, new music videos. You know there's some great stuff coming. Um. So yeah. Um. So we're working a plan and then, um. But you will probably get a new single from the album towards the end of next year too. Do you know what I mean? So right. carry on the campaign. Yeah. Um. And then, and then you know the year after that we we're recording uh, um the album Gogs, which will come out, which is the what kind of like the Welsh um word for the for Northerners up here. Um, you know, because we're from north the north up here, so so it's like gogs, um, which is gog from comes from the Welsh word goglev, um, goglev, um, and then yeah, so at twenty twenty six that'll come out. So we're working a plan, you know. It's it's yeah, like a, yeah. I know what I'm doing, and it, you know it makes a lot of sense. But um, we're not going to go away, which is kind of we don't need to do we? We need to we need to carry on this momentum because if we stop, then we stop, and I, and I can't do that anymore. I've, I've already gone further than I did the last time, but. It's the gigs thing. I'm I'm holding back on now. I'm, I want to want to get this right. I want to go to different areas. I want to play some small build up shows. I want to take my time and get it right, and hopefully get back you know back up to the bigger venues. And you know I've got I've got plans of for you know how how we're going to approach it live. And you know just doing those shows that we did do last year that helped us out a lot. It was they were good, but um where we can improve, where we can make the show bigger, um yeah because i did some of it as a trio going to be coming out as a four piece this time so it's kind of right yeah it's 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 all in a way whatever happened last year i can only look at as positive you know this year sorry as positive Mm -hmm. um yeah it's 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 uh i'm looking forward to, to this feeling a lot i think i like what they do um and i feel like that yeah, like working them will be good. And we're going to be working with some other promoters too, um, because I've cause I've had a few offers of things. So I'm just seeing what we're going to do for this, this feeling first. I'm going to see which ones we're going to go and do, and then obviously going to go and play all these areas that we spoke about. Wow, sounds um sounds like it's going to be uh, an exciting, um well good sort of three three year three four years or so for you boys and um or for you I sorry I said Jay. So you know yeah looking looking forward to seeing what what is coming out both like live music and. And obviously, um, uh, you know, uh, with with future releases in from yeah. the studio as well. So we're going to drop um, a couple of quick fire questions at you now. Um, so, the... <laughs> so the first one is, what was the first album you bought? Um, do you know what? Someone's asked me this not not, not that long ago, and um. It came up in one of those those interviews, you know, where they just send you the questions and you fire them over. And then it came up in a podcast like more than once. It's, it's, it's obviously like one of those questions, isn't it? And I, and I, and I didn't want to say it then um, uh, because I was a kid and I, it was it was like I was with my auntie and I didn't know anything about music because I didn't grow up surrounded by music, believe it or not. It, was like until, it wasn't until I was a teenager, like sort of, you know, when I, I really got to into music. I was 14 when I got into bands. It's just, just, I just wasn't surrounded by it. Yeah. Um, and and I just remember being a kid, like really, really, really young, and just liking that, that um, Ace of Bass tune that was out at the time. All that she wants is another baby. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's nothing cool. It's nothing cool. It was just, and I, you know, I'm 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 I'm, I'm going to admit it because it was just like I just I was a kid and I liked the song. And I mean, I was really, really young, and I was a kid. Okay, I wasn't a teenager. My <laughs> auntie <laughs> <laughs> was there, and it was kind of like you know, I had some money. She's so like, like, oh, do you, do you want to buy your first record, kind of thing. And I was like, didn't even understand what that meant, because if I yeah. could pick now, then it would be just I just go straight away and buy like a Doves record, you know, or or spiritualized, or you know, something like uh, Smashing Pumpkins, you know, something yeah. like you know what I'm passionate about. But um, you know, um. But yeah, it, it just I just don't, I didn't know anything about music. That changed by the time I got to my teens, obviously. But um, but yeah, that was the one of the first. 
Which is ridiculous, isn't it? Hey, hey, hey. I mean, to be fair, I mean, I'm right. We're roughly, I think, about the same sort of age, and I mean, I, I, I can remember that song coming out. Um, you know, so I, I, I don't blame you for buying it because it is, you know, it is a, you know, it's a very good song, I think. Um, yes, so would you, would you this on this next question? Then I'm wondering what, what the answer will be to this. Maybe you will want to be transported back to uh, to Ace of Base uh, era. Yeah. Um, but if you had a musical time machine. Um, what era of music would you be transported back to? I wouldn't go. I'd stay here because all the music that we can, you know, we, we've got, we can just listen to. Because like, I, I love, I love so many years of music. Love the sixties, love the seventies, um, love the eighties, but sixties, seventies, I really love. So it'd be one of them. Yeah. Nineties, um, I was there, so I don't need to go back there. You know, again. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, so I don't think I'd go back because for me. If I had the choice, I'd stay in. I want to stay in my era because I feel I feel comfortable here now. I feel like that this is my time and my era that I want to create. And and you know, it's kind of I feel like I'm just getting started, even yeah. though I have you know, and I've been going for so long. I just feel like I'm, I'm I'm now I know what I'm doing and I know how to do it. So I would stay here because I can go back to the in that time machine just by listening to those amazing records now. Sure, oh, fantastic answer. No one's ever answered that one before and put like that one before. So um. I'm I'm pretty happy with that answer. Um, and if you could open um, a gig for any band, who would you choose? Any band? Yeah. Um, any band? Well, I, 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 first band like really, really, really connected to um, massively was um, was Doves when I was younger. I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of them. Speak to yeah. Jimmy on on on, the, on Twitter. Um, he's got like a private thing like that. So unless you kind of know like some of that Manchester circle, what you do, then you 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 won't you won't see him on there. He's not there as as a thing. But I I speak to him, you know, on on Twitter. He comes and goes off it. I know that he was struggling himself, and that's why they haven't gone out on tour. And they, that's the first band that resonated with me. And I and I, I just loved them from a, from a from a year, an early age. And then I, as so I'd say someone like like those would be special to me. Um, but then Smashing Pumpkins as I got older, you know, when I was sort of. 16, 7, no, 17, 18 Pumpkins for me, just like the first three albums, four albums, wow, I mean they they shaped me musically so that would be another possibility and then Spiritualized, I mean Spiritualized are one of my favourite bands in the world Um, I wouldn't mind opening up for them either, but if anyone's listening, like say like the Brian Jonestown Massacre or the Black Angels or, you know, um, yeah, <laughs> any, anyone. There's, I, listen, I, I, there's so many bands I would love to open up to, but if I was going to pick the number one out of all of them, for nostalgia, for the guys, and just for who I still love to this day, both, you know, like like all day long. And then second would be was Smashing Pumpkins because, and you think about this, the, you know, how much bigger Pumpkins are, you know, yeah, stadium wise. Yeah. Guys, I still pick those all day long. I'd be like, oh, you know, no money in the world would which which would would, would make me ch- change my decision on that. It's um, or you know, I'd love to just spot them both, obviously, but Doves would be, would be my pick. Yeah, the uh, Doves, fantastic band. Um, yeah, band. Great, great choices and. Um, Funny enough, they were actually the first um, first ever gig I went to. They were actually the the support band, um, so kind of strong strong memories there for um, yeah for, for myself as well. So, um, what would you say uh, is the best sandwich film? I just like kind of like birth as you said that then. <laughs> um, excuse me. Um, well. well See, see, this is when you when you've got me now, and like where because I because I'm actually vegan. I I don't I, I don't eat any animal products whatsoever, and I just right. I just won't. I have done for a long time, um, and it's not it's I don't want to go into all that now. And everyone's like, oh, Scott Martin's a no. Let's not listen to his music. I'm like, I don't give a fuck if you don't like. It. I'm a vegan. I'll be listening to my music or not. I mean, I, mean, yeah, I yeah. like. I know I want people to like my music, but but I know certain things like you maybe shouldn't say it's a base, shouldn't say I'm a vegan, but it is. I'm you know it's, I'm not. I'm, yeah. I'm just keeping it real. It's what I am. So so me for, for the moment. Oh, favorite sandwich filler because you know. Um, I can't eat a lot of hummus. Some I, I use a lot of hummus as my sandwich filler at the moment. Is 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 that kind of is, is my go to thing? So and I, I know I, I do make some amazing sandwiches because I do all the cooking at home as well. But um, but yeah, I I, I don't eat the traditional sandwiches like what most people eat. And um, I used to, I used to, I used to love a tuna sandwich. I used to love yeah. a. Um, I used to love a cheese and onion sandwich, a cheese and pickle sandwich. Yeah. You know, um, I, I'm, I'm more of a, I'm more of a cheese man. I, I used to love a cheese sandwich. So, it's, but 
vegan cheese is just not as good. So um, we kind of it's getting better. It is getting better. But it, but I'm not going to eat something that is shit and horrible and disgusting <laughs> compared to something that was all right. You just, you know, I do miss cheese. I'll be honest with you, but but um, I have my reasons. My my whole family's vegan. My kids, my wife, and everything. You know, we 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 uh, it's, a, it's a family choice, a life choice, and um, yeah, it's my my favorite sandwich filler at the moment is is hummus. Of and I make all different types of it. You know, it's not just like a plain hummus. You know, sweet chili. You know, uh, I have a thing like that where I make I make like a kind of like a, a balsamic kind of um uh, um version of it with like a like a like a mayonnaise and you know like seasoned a bit like like a like like a tunery sort of fl- fl- flavor but it's not tuna flavor it's just like with the balsamic vinegar do you know right. what i mean it's kind okay. of yeah that's yeah. my go-to now that's my go-to okay great stuff and if there was um one thing that you could change about the music industry what would it be uh i mean yeah I, I, just just the, the record labels is in um half of the bands out out. I mean, it wouldn't change it because I, I kind of like the fact is that these record labels push the worst music that you could possibly think of and they haven't got they haven't got anything on the half of these bands that we've spoke about or thing and, and they get to, you know, they get huge and I'm just like, I'm like, and I can, I understand that because I've seen things grow and I've been in a, in a position where I've seen how you can say something, you know, just off a of buzz. I've done it myself and and it's like, it's like, which, which makes me realise that as well is like, we're kind of, some people are just being tricked into this, aren't they? And I would change the fact is like that just just how much money they spend on this just just shitty campaigns, pushing the worst music that you could possibly think of and then telling you it's the greatest thing in the world and they are you know, they're like dogs, aren't they? They've got that many fans and you know, this stadium saying I would change that. I would change that and I'll just have like, you know, all these bands that we're talking about without, you know, because they don't have that ego, they don't have that same thing. They, they would just be cool. As far yeah. on stage, you know, cool, cool, real people, and I would change it where they were in that position. It's like Coldplay, can't stand Coldplay, not my thing. Whether you like them or not, I'm just like, sorry, one of the worst bands ever. Um, not not into that music. If that offends you, then fuck you. You know, that, that's my, <laughs> my, you know, that's my yeah, opinion. No, no, definitely. Also, if you yeah. like it, I'm not going to turn my back on you because you like Coldplay. I'm just like, it just probably won't have much in common with you. Um, yeah, that's yeah. the way I look at it. That's what I find. But I would just change that. These bands at the top that are just absolutely rubbish huge i would change it that these bands that are you know and the independents were huge instead of them yeah definitely and um obviously it sounds like um you know holy coves have got a lot planned not just for well what's left of this year um but obviously also as well looking forward uh, to 2023 24 25 26 etc um and it obviously it sounds like it's going to be um a brilliant time um obviously you've had a, a fantastic uh fantastic year this year sort of i guess kind of like re-establishing uh sort of the name and, and, and getting the music back out there again um i mean is there you know obviously you've, you've mentioned new music that might come later on in later on in uh like uh, next year is, is is that correct in saying that yeah that's the plan i mean um Obviously, we've still got a lot of because don't forget, Drew and the Bars has just come out, and got to give time people the time to, to hear it. So we're going to campaign it all, all next year. There's some you know, there's a new music video, and I'll give you an exclusive um of to Grey, the new music video for Grey drops in January. So so can you hear my dog? I can. Yes, it's, uh, it's love, love, loving it. <laughs> it's n- it's nice to know that someone else is listening. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, mean uh, I think I think he might have heard you or something then because he doesn't like something. Now, what it is, I think he's just got this hole at the back, and um, he is the cars coming. He's really really protective over the family, but um, but yeah, the plan is new music, but but um, uh, but we're going to be recording that next year, and then. Probably towards the end of the year, you'll get a single from the new record. Probably, you know, campaign it until maybe three months towards the end of the year. Then we'll go quiet and then a new single will come out. But Grey, new video for Grey. And then just before the summer, there's another video for... I'm not going to tell you that one yet because that's a surprise. Um, but there's a there's one for the summer. And then it's kind of like, you know, the what the shows we do and stuff like that. We'll, we'll, we'll know more towards the end of the year because we'll have the record and stuff. So we'll, we'll have a plan. But the plan is to release... A, a new single from from part of, from Druids and Bard, Bards Part Two in life um, towards the end of the year, but yeah, January you've got the music video for Grey, which we're still working with the same person who's, who's doing a series of videos to Tarras Morenkov. Um, I think I said that right, Morenkov. 
um, who's a Ukrainian director, um, a, a video maker. Um, so, you know, he's been making these videos for us while his country's at war, you know. So, so the money we've been sending him, we decided that because we knew how much it was helping him, we got his family to safety at one point. Um, we were like, oh, you know, there was just heavy stuff. And it was just pure coincidence that when we kind of stumbled upon him and his work, we were like, and we were like wow you're still working and you're at war and he's just you know he's really struggling and so we decided that right we're going to do a whole series of videos with you because we were going to use different people but we decided no you get to make five music videos for you so we you know, did the deal got him his money and helped his family and and he's and he's fantastic and wait until you see this next video you know you can if you get over to our youtube channel we, we only established this this year because well started it this year because when singe passed away obviously we lost all our old socials so we had to start again mm-hmm. um so yeah, he's made two of the videos. He's made the video to, 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 for the Hurt Within. He's made the video for um, Desert Storm, and they're up there. You can get onto our YouTube and su- subscribe. Um, but yeah, the new video for Grey Drops, and and trust me, it's a absolutely brilliant video. Fantastic. Look forward to um, to hearing that, um, or sorry, seeing that um, in, in in January. And um, oh. we obviously love a, we love an exclusive uh, announcement um, on here, and we'll look forward as well to the next single drop. Uh, no, next video. Sorry, uh, releasing um, in the in the summertime. Scott, that is the end of this is the Music Meets uh, podcast. It's been fantastic having you on the show. Oh, um, thank you. I've really enjoyed getting to know you a little bit more personally and obviously the journey um, that you've been on um, from, you know, the first album and, and everything and, and all the shows that you've played, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and obviously the the latest album, Druids and Bards, um, you know, for me, it's, it's one of the albums of the year. Um, oh, I appreciate that. For me, for me, it's the number one album of the year. And I believe that every band, you know, if you if you're serious about your music, then you all think that. Anyway, it's like a boxer. You, you, you're that mentality yeah. is, you know, you, you know, you are the best, aren't you? And, yeah. and and but 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 for me, nothing comes close to that album for production. And you know, it's just, but but I I just I just appreciate that people like it and we're up there and being talked about as one of the albums of the year and we're on on some of these lists it means the world to me. Yeah, great stuff. Just. Just before you do go, um, can you obviously yep. mention YouTube? Um, but what other social media channels um, and platforms can can the listeners find you on? Well, just get us on Twitter, um, Facebook, uh, Instagram. We we, are, we we might be doing something with TikTok soon. We're just trying to suss that out, but um, because I, I realised you know how good that platform is for for music as well. So it's something we're tapping into as well. But yeah. Um, but you can also follow Scott, you know, Scott Marsden on the thing. You, know, you, you can follow Holy Coast, you can follow Scott Marsden, the Wither Records, we're on all of them. Um, music Scene Wales too. Um, so yeah, if, if you want to follow what I'm doing as a whole, um, then and the and to, you know the bigger picture and what Holy Coast is about, then follow all of them. YouTube Great. too. <laughs> Great stuff. And we will obviously will include uh some of them links uh, in the episode bio as well to make it a little Thank bit you. easier. For, uh, for everyone to to go and check you out. Um, all that is left for me to say is uh, thank you to everyone for tuning in to the This Is The Music Meets uh, Holy Coves podcast. Uh, we wish everyone a happy Christmas and uh, we'll see you all again very, very soon. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me, Mark, and I really appreciate it.